heard a knocking at the door, but there was no one there as before. I heard children's footsteps run across the floor, but there was no one there like all the times before. I heard laughter coming from an empty room at 3 a.m. and again at noon. I felt cold spots on a muggy day and saw with my naked eye a soft yellow orb hover and then quickly fly away. There are some things science just can't explain. Like all the times, ghosts call out our name. Brought to you by WKTV, I'm Wayne Thomas. Welcome to our forum in search of paranormal possibilities. Please keep an open mind as you join the conversation with our panel of paranormal experts. Hi, I'm Kim Colleen, president and founder of the Tulip City Ghostbusters from Holland, Michigan. Hi, I'm Brandon Jose. I've been investigating the paranormal since 2011. From like 2013 to 2019, it was Grand Rapids Ghost Hunters. Now the team I founded at uh, Kent County Paranormal. And our special guests tonight are Casey Chase. Casey is a morning show host at 105 Radio Fort Wayne, Indiana. And Sophia Maslowski. Very good, yes. Uh, <laughs> And she's had several uh, ghost experiences. She actually grew up in a haunted house. So um, if you haven't guessed, we're talking about ghosts tonight. It's something that uh, our panel knows a lot about. We specialize in that. But I always like to thank Gene, the G-man at the controls <laughs> once again. Thanks, thanks, Gene. And Todd Clements, he was last podcast host. And we brought his book out, two books, Haunts of Mackinac, Ghost Stories and Tragic Tales of Mackinac Island. And then the um, other one is, you know, the next chapter, same title. And our literary reference for that was No Man is an Island and Whom God Loves, He Gives a Home at Mackinac. Todd, we love you too. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it. And I guess now... Uh, we talked a little bit about maybe the message that Todd sent us. He talked about how people are limited to the five senses, and there might be a lot more paranormal activity going around that we just don't notice because we're not in tune to that. You know, we're we're limited to what we can see, the wavelengths that our eyes will pick up, and the same thing with our hearing. So we're limited. And he also talked about fairies and how every country has its own name for fairies. So we don't want to get too hung up on these titles that people put on these paranormal things, they could be all related somehow. And then Todd also talked about what is a ghost, why a ghost haunts, and types of ghosts. So that's going to come in real handy um, tonight as we, as we go into our discussion. Um, I think we should get into it. Um, I just wanted to add something real quick. I have created a YouTube page, um, Brandon Jose Paranormal, which Gene's going to put on the bottom of the screen there. Um, so you have, <laughs> you have on there, if, if you want to find out more information about our guests, I have on the featured channel, I have some of our past guests and I have some of our future guests uh, YouTube pages you can find on there. And as well, I've created playlists to promote kind of some of our different guests. So I'll have like other videos that they have either made or other media appearances that they've been on. So you can find out more if you, you know, like really interested in one of our guests like Todd Clements or uh, Darren Dykehouse, Lakeshore Paranormal. You know, you can go on to that page and you can find more um, videos and information about them. 
Right. And then we are going to, at the end, we'll take time out for if there's any thoughts, that, final thoughts that you didn't get in, or if you have some upcoming things. These guys might have some upcoming events that you can uh, we can promote at that time. But I, I think we should open it up for discussion now. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Who wants to go first? Okay. <laughs> well, go right ahead. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of interested, Sophia. I, you know, I I don't know much about your background from what I've heard just from the five minutes before we started our podcasting. Is that you grew up in a haunted house? Person, like at age what seven? Seven. <sighs> it's so weird because I um I did an interview with uh, paranormal paranormal and a medium, and. We were, all three of us grew up in a haunted house. All three of us were the youngest, and all three of us were at seven years old when it happened. Oh, my gosh. Now, us. is this house local here in yes, Michigan? it's right in Wyoming. Is okay. it still haunted? Well, we were talking about the devices earlier, and we got some devices, and we went past the house because I thought, I just wonder. So mm-hmm. we went past the house, and we were across the street, and we tried it and everything and nothing. And we pulled up in front of the house. We turned everything off. There's no... Um, telephone wires, nothing, and all of a sudden it just went crazy. And I was like, "Okay, let's go." <laughs> so we turned it off. And There's we people took living there now. There are people but living there. You don't there. know them. No, and they don't know no. they're living in a haunted mm-hmm. house. No, nowadays well, they you might. Have to. <laughs> yeah, say, I'm sure they else do. <laughs> so, and then well, we found out too that um, there was a seven-year-old boy that got hit by a car and he actually died. That was my sister's bedroom. And then we found out that an elderly lady passed away also in the house. And there was a rocking chair that was in the attic, and people had said that they would see it moving. But I never seen it moving, so... And that is a, like, you know, I don't think it was her. I think, if anything, she was protecting us, maybe, but... Those would be good clues to take in and start your investigation with. Right. And I've always wanted to actually go there and knock on the door and and talk to the people that live there. But I just, you know. Especially if you had a name for those two people that deceased. Yeah. Yeah, to start with that. There's something to be said about these early experiences that stick with people. Yeah. I know, I think Brandon had some early experiences. Other people on our team grew up, like, in haunted houses, too, or in the team that Brandon's on. Grew up in, in haunted houses. I, at five years old, you know, I was coached on how to be a ghost hunter by my grandfather, who was a real thing back in the day, you know. But, um, yeah, I think there's something that sticks with you. Right. And, and the things that happened in the house, like at first I thought I was, like, losing my mind because, it, and you know, I'm a little kid, so. But it was, like, our drawers. We had in our attic was converted into a bedroom so it was like it had built-in bookshelves built-in drawers but if you took out the drawers it had like you could still crawl back there and it was like slanted and then it also had a separate added that was our storage but um my sister and i shared the bedroom up there but our our bedroom window would open and close and it was like well it's just the springs it's just the springs that's what our stepdad would say but why would it close? I mean, it would open, close, and it would go open, close, open, close, open, close, open, close. Oh, nice. Our drawers, because um, I had six of them, and then there was a bookshelf, and then my sister had six of them. They would be all opening and closing, opening and closing. The lights would be flicking on and off. Our closet door, it was just a small little closet. <laughs> I got goosebumps. That would be like opening and closing, opening and closing, and everything that would happen at the same time. And it was just like... And when we're when that first started happened, we would just be like, "Oh my gosh, you know, 
But it would happen to me the most. And I got to the point where I got mad because then I started like yelling at the ghost oh. or whatever. And it's like, leave me alone. Yeah. But, um, and then we had a fire. We went to Florida and somebody was taking care of our house. We had a fire and I went back to the house. You know, we came back. We had to live in a trailer in the driveway until the house was rebuilt because mm-hmm. most of it, you know, 50% of it was gone. So anyways, I went downstairs, you know, to check out what they were doing and everything because we lost everything. And when I went downstairs, it was the second time I heard Sophia. And it was a ah, man's just voice. Just like my I poem. Got, I mm. got ghost, or goosebumps again. Goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, really. That's what I used to call them, goosebumps. Oh, that's good. I like and, that. That's a new term. I went running up the stairs. I don't even think my feet hit the stairs because it was just like, shh. But, um... But, yeah, I was afraid, actually, for a while to live in that house. But then, like I said, then I got angry. And then it was like when doors would be opening and closing and stuff like that, I'd be like, really? I need to get some sleep. And I'd be, like, yelling at it and stuff like that. And everything would stop. It was so weird. But you would hear people walking up the stairs. And we had this long railing. And we had plants on it and stuff. And we'd look over and there was... Nobody coming up the stairs. Sure. And my friends, I mean, to this day, I wish I could have brought some of them with me because they were scared to death of my house. But everybody always wanted to stay at my house. But it was like we had to sleep with the lights on. And Did you ever watch any ghost movies while you were all there? Um, well, yeah. I mean, we had Channel 3, 8, 13, and 41. Oh, right. Yeah, right. Know, there was, we didn't, we didn't have, have that, really. No. Yeah. And then we, um, we moved out when I was... 17. So I was there for 11 years. But do you so. know what caused the fire? Um, yeah, I was uh, the person that was taking care of our animals. Cigarette oh, started okay. it. Yeah. Because actually, yeah, we didn't smoke in our house. I mean, there was no smoking in our right. house. So. Poltergeists have a reputation to start fires. That's one of the things that they can do. And then I, you know, I, I handed this sheet to you, and it talks about some of the things that you've already um, discussed. And then it's like, you know, how to get rid of a ghost, you know, an, an unwanted spirit. And I think you did the right thing, you know. You just kind of scold it and say, leave me alone. You're scaring me. Stop it. You know? Yeah. Yes. This, is, this is my house. I live here. I, yeah. So you did the right thing, although there's precautions. I think Brandon knows them well. Some of the precautions, you want to be careful. You want to go, like if they go in, they're wearing their protection, um, stuff that they take faith in. Right. Because things can happen. You know, they can get attached to you or... Follow you. Right. Of course, it didn't follow you home. It was already there, so... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But um, there's there's another house that I lived in also, and my son heard a voice say, it was like, help me. Help me. Yes. And that was creepy. And he was so scared. It was the first time I left him alone by himself. My daughter and I ran up and got a gallon of milk. I said, he goes, can I just stay home by myself just one time? And I'm like, all right. How many and times have you heard I got help? home and he was yeah, crying. Help me and he was get out scared. are the two most yeah. common mm-hmm. right. PVPs you're going to get. Yeah, different yeah. forms of help and help me. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Get out and leave also. They never told you to do that, right? No, neither one of them. And then um, my um, late husband we were up and upstairs, and he kept saying, what is that noise downstairs? Because we had, the kids had a playroom, then we had a workout room, then like a little, you know, living room. And I go down there, 
or he went down there and there was Legos being thrown against the wall and nobody was nice. flying. Yeah. You could see them. So he's like, get the kids were getting a hotel room. It was like, oh yeah, my. I got goosebumps again. That was another house that I lived ghost in. Bumps. Ghost bumps. Yes. Ghost bumps. That's, <laughs> so. that's some extreme activity. Mm-hmm. Right. And that wasn't funny. even the first, that was my other house. So. Right. Gosh. You don't yeah. think it's attached to you, do you? Anywhere you go? No, because I where I'm living now. Knock on wood. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> it's like we are superstitious <laughs> here. <laughs> but um, I've done paranormal um investigations and stuff, and I always take holy water with me. Mm-hmm. I always do. Like I worked with the um the medium and the paranormal, and we called it. They had a show called The Crystal Grid. They had a webisode, and it was called The Crystal Grid. And they would always do. A prayer and everything before they went inside any house to yep strongly recommended yeah get your protection prayers out yeah yeah i i would use a slew of them but i do the smudging too and so it's all prayer you know different ones prayer saint francis you know i'm asking to be a a conduit for the light or that's nice uh, yeah yes you can't be afraid and to bring in peace you know you're bringing peace to both sides because sometimes they're trapped and they just yeah, yeah, that's right. And then it's interesting that you would use, you didn't say the word crazy, but you almost did. <laughs> you almost said it. You know, you don't want to come off as being crazy. And I know Casey has stories about yeah. where she didn't necessarily want to say. It's like saying I saw a UFO. I'm going to share some of your experiences. Yeah, um, I didn't grow up in a, a house that was haunted or anything like that. As a matter of fact, um, it was kind of, you know, I didn't really truly get into it until I went to the Henderson Castle in Kalamazoo. Now, my friend will fly in from Las Vegas, and we get a a room in this Henderson Castle every time she comes. But the first time, we got a room, and it just something didn't feel quite right. You just know that something's off. Um, And I ended up having to leave halfway through because something just, it felt like half my body was numb. In certain places, sometimes it would just kind of move different places. Um, So when I actually went to leave that night, I went to go open the door to the Henderson Castle. Now, the Henderson Castle is um, a a small mansion in Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo. And there's all of these different rooms in there. They have, it's gorgeous, absolutely beautiful. If you, you know, have time, check it out because it is gorgeous. But they have these big French doors um, to leave the actual Henderson Castle. So I go to leave, and I just couldn't step it. Everything started feeling heavy for me. And I put my hand on that door, the, the actual doorknob, and I you hear just in the whole building, like legit, it was, it, was, it was almost stopping. And I couldn't open the door. It, I could not physically open the door. It was not locked. I just I kept shaking, and I kept trying to get out because I felt trapped. And I finally was able to get the door open. Everything kind of stopped. I was able to get the door open, and I started walking to my car. But that walk from the Henderson Castle to my car was the heaviest walk I've ever, I've ever experienced. It felt like something was physically on my shoulders. Hmm. It was just sitting there. And I, my heart started pounding. I got in my car. I started driving. I didn't know where I wanted to go. But even now, I'm still like, ooh. <laughs> I, I get to a gas station because I couldn't breathe. I physically could not breathe, and I felt like something was just messing with me. 
trying to like push me down into my car seat. And I called my friend who has had these experiences before. She's more in, she at the time was more into that and understood this more than I did. And I said, I don't know what to do. I can't breathe. I was freaking out. I was hyperventilating. I couldn't drive. I couldn't see. She said, you need to tell whatever is going on, whatever this thing is, you need to tell it to go away and go away now. There you go. You need to take control and you need to tell it to leave you alone. I hung up that phone and I screamed at the top of my lungs, you need to leave me alone and I want you out of my car now and go back where you came from. I know it sounds crazy, but it was almost like somebody flipped a switch on Hmm. and everything just kind of, and I could breathe. I was back down to normal. It was, and, but, but the whole, you know, I ended up having to go to my parents' house after uh, this experience and this whole drive, which is an hour and a half, I kept crying because I just felt like I had experienced something that I'd never experienced before. And it was terrifying, but amazing at the same yeah. time. And it made me get into this more so than like now it's, it's you, you have that experience and you get it. That, that there's something there's something more. So have you been back? Yeah, actually, I love going back. Do you get I, the same room? I, I don't know, actually. I try to get different rooms every single time I go, but when I walk in, I walk in going, hey, by the way, what's up, guys? How you, how you doing? Oh. Everybody good? I'm back. Please leave me alone. If I leave, do not follow me. There because you go. I there will, you go. I take control the go. second that I walk into these mm-hmm. buildings now. And, and it actually happened when, uh, now I go and find these different buildings. I, I can't get enough of this. Sure. I can't. But because now that I understand and I, I respect that, you know, I, I go to these different buildings. So I actually went to the Randolph County Infirmary. And if you know that place, it's a very dark place. Brandon, do you know that place? I've heard of it, but I don't know really its history, though. Um, it's, the way that they described it to me is where they would set the crazies. Okay. And they'd leave them there, and they'd do experiments on them. It was a hospital, and and most of them are buried out back. Um, but when you walk in, it's you can feel the anger hmm. out of this building. Um, as a matter of fact, I could only be there for like forty five minutes. Um, but that was the only place that I've actually physically been grabbed. Oh yeah. The guys. They said they said in the men's ward, especially if you're a woman. You walk through the men's ward, um, they mess with you. And sure. boy, did they mess with me. Um, <laughs> but now it's, it's every time I actually drive past the, the Randolph County Infirmary, I'll actually, there are times where I don't do it, and then there's times where like, okay, I can feel like, you know, I got to talk to this building real quick as I'm passing by it. Like, hey, guys, what's up? I Just don't follow me. Just stay there. And I keep driving. I don't know why, but it's, it, it, it's definitely, it was a changer for me. <laughs> Now, when you're at Henderson, was that through was with Danny Holroyd? No, no, um, that was just me and my friend Penny. So that was that was just that was in me staying as a normal guest, not really thinking anything of that, you know, not really going in there expecting to you know see or feel or hear anything. I just kind of went in because I thought, hey, this is going to be a cool place to check out. I wanted to show her Kalamazoo, and I knew the Henderson Castle was one of the coolest places. Right, and I hadn't been there yet. I didn't expect to leave with something on my shoulders. Yeah, I guess you could say we're sort of blessed with it. We're in an area where there is a lot of paranormal, and there, there's different reasons for that. There is a, a band of 
magnetic field that runs right through Michigan, whether that has anything to do with all the paranormal activity. I know Kalamazoo is, there's a printing shop in Kalamazoo that's highly haunted. Um, I don't know exactly the name, or maybe I shouldn't even say it if I did, but because they, they're not into that because they're doing important work and they don't really want to get the ghost all excited and have them mess up somebody's in job. Mm-hmm. Now, you, Brandon, you've been to Henderson, haven't you? Hen- I went in there, but I didn't really, I've just been to the building, like I didn't investigate or anything like that, but it was a really cool building. There are times when you're in that particular building that you don't feel level too. I don't know if that. Uh, oh. it, it feels like it feels like a fun house almost. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's we, weird. We know that feeling. Oh yeah. yeah. Mangiamo's, well, the Gibsons are now it's Paddock Place. There's the third floor, the very top floor, and you get up there and it's like you're on a trampoline. I think's the way Brandon described. Yeah, it. you feel like you're on one end of the trampoline and somebody's jumping on the other end when you're up there. Your balance is just yeah. completely off. Yeah. Hmm. Right, and now. If you're ever at some place and you get nauseous, um, that's a sign right there. Mm-hmm. That's probably a sign like that might not have been a real uh, friendly spirit that you were dealing with that maybe at the infirmary or. Uh, you mean uh, the that the one that sat on my shoulders? She truly felt that it wasn't even like a a, a spirit of any kind. It was more of, of a demonic type something because of how it was sitting and how heavy and just anxious and like it was almost trying to drown me. Right. And, but, you know, that it was just, even still thinking about it sometimes, it's, I've never experienced anything like that. But now it makes me want to go check other places out again. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of cautions that you have to take, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, doing your prayers or wearing your protection. There's yeah, really, thing- it sounded like it was trying to, like, feed off your energy. I think that's what a lot of times you'll get. You'll get entities that will try to feed off of you like usually as a battery and that's what it kind of sounded like it was probably trying to do and I've, i haven't had that experience since yeah um because when i walk into any place like that it like i said i'm in control mm-hmm. is the feeling yeah i think that's a good attitude to carry in there with you because you don't want them to think that they're influencing you in a way that uh, they're just, they're just going to keep it up then mm-hmm. and then maybe maybe lead to something worse you know I mean, we've had members that have been touched inappropriately, as a matter of fact. Uh, at Nick Fink's, you know, the reputation there is it was gangsters and or it was a brothel. I don't know if, if you girls are familiar or not, but oh, brothels yeah. Oh, yeah. come up in the conversation <laughs> yeah. Yeah. a lot. You well, know that an EVP right. of, like, come up to my room, too. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you never know what you're going to run into. So, if, you know, if you're doing this as amateurs... Um, be careful, you know. I mean, I, I, I kind of recommend you don't, and you never, I don't recommend you bring home relics, uh, souvenirs from those places because you don't want that coming into your house. Uh, I've, I've had people that had kids, children, young kids, and I said, you know, maybe you don't want to be a ghostbuster right now. Maybe <laughs> you don't want to be a ghost hunter right now. Wait till your kids grow up and then get back into it because you don't want to bring something home to the innocent. You know, they're they don't know, asking for it. Mm-hmm. We were antique shopping in St. Joseph, um, well, on the way back from St. Joseph, and I got touched. It was a really cold touch, and then I got goosebumps, like, and I could have swore I could see my breath. And I was like, 
we need to leave. Oh yeah. And I'm I wouldn't buy anything because I yeah. have no yeah, yeah, that's another buy. piece of advice because a lot of times it is antique stores and stuff like that. A lot of times possessions will or that people had that were very important to them, their energy will be still be attached to mm-hmm. that. So like if you're going somewhere and you're getting like a really weird vibe off of an item, don't buy it. You know, right, right. like. Yeah. Well, I have a question for Sophia. Yes. Um, when you were a young child and these things were happening in your bedroom, as far as you know, the window and the drawers, what did you say to your parents, or did your parents witness any of this at the same time that you guys did, and what did they do to help you? Well. My dad was the one who was said it was the spring in the window. Oh, but okay. it was. Like, I didn't think windows had springs. Yeah, yeah was some old-fashioned types <laughs> okay. built right in. But then when he seen the closet door open and close, open and close, right. and stuff like that, it was like he didn't really do anything. But we would always like my mom, my sisters would always talk to it and stuff. But it would always it did most of the activity around me. And sure, it was, I was the only one that ever like said my name twice. At different times. So your um, mom seemed, from what I understand, your mom seemed a little bit on board with, you know, she didn't call you like crazy or anything. She seemed to be like on board with you, like helping you through the process of communicating with whatever was there. Right, because um, my sisters had seen it too. At first it was just me. I kept seeing everything and I kept saying, you know, all this stuff was happening and they'd be like... Did what? you actually see an apparition at any point in time, or it was just... I've, I've seen orbs. Oh, okay. And I've seen that a lot. With your naked eye? Mm-hmm. Did they have any color? Um, Like a bluish yellow. Um, I've seen blue, I've seen yellow, I've seen green, I've seen red, which oh, kind of, like, right. yeah. Well, red is warning. Um, you know, blue yeah. is a good color. If you're going to see, uh, they, they kind of put values to these different colors. <laughs> and the lighter colors are the ones you hopefully you're going to run in contact with, not something that's dark, you know, when it comes to normal. You know, uh, these guys don't put a lot of faith. Brandon doesn't put a lot but of faith in That's one thing if arms. you're seeing it visibly with right. your eyes. If you're getting, like, pictures, like a lot of the ghost shows will be like, oh, these are orbs, these are ghosts. That's... Dust on the camera lens, yeah. you know, or water vapor. <laughs> yeah, you can do yeah. pretty easy. Yeah, right. I've I've definitely seen orange, as one of the ones in the infirmary, red there and again, orange. That's protection. That's yeah, that's the, what goes with that color. But yeah, orbs. You know, the if you see them with your naked eye, they look like they have their own path that they're taking. They they change paths. Um, yeah, there could be some validity to that, but if it's reproduced with a camera, digital re- reproduction, um, take a look at your old pictures and see how many orbs are in those pictures you never noticed <laughs> no. before. You'd right. be surprised. Now, you talked about um, some of the signs, you know, that uh, because here your mother had her children that were telling her there's something there and that's one of the signs and parents need to pay attention to your kids if they're telling you they're seeing things they have imaginary friends or if your pets are staring out into the abyss for no reason and going on guard that's another sign Um, unexplained objects moving you had that you had so many of them you talked about cold spots you know Uh, electrical disturbances I think maybe you had some electrical disturbances. I was going to say, it's something that I can't really explain. And even my dad was like, what What just happened? Um, but when I was in the Randolph uh, County Infirmary, I 
took uh, cameras upstairs in the men's ward and down in the basement. I took my computer and I had it recording. And both on my phone and on my computer. It's hard to describe, but when you see um, like um, corrupt uh, video, it's generally, it's when it's there, it's there. So a, a video, you can't just change it in the middle. It doesn't, doesn't come change, and go, right? Right? It doesn't come and go. But these particular videos, you can watch it. It's like a 15 minute video and you can see a green pixelated blur that'll come across it. Mm. You rewind that video and watch it again and it'll go away. It'll happen randomly throughout my my video. And I have it for you guys <laughs> if you want to watch it. But it hap- it's on um, my phone as well upstairs. So there's pixelated pieces where you know it's, it looks like half of it's pixelated, half of it's not. And then you re- go back and watch it and even told my dad, do you see it now? No. And he just, whoa, wait a minute. It was there like two seconds ago. It changes all the time, and a video is not supposed to change. Right. Because it is, I mean, it's printed. It's there. <laughs> it's, it is. So every really time you say. watch this particular video, mm-hmm. you see it in a different way. Sometimes not at all. What do you mean not at all? Sometimes it's completely clear. There's no pixels. Oh. Sometimes it'll be green pixelated, kind of moves across the screen, or it, the whole screen becomes a green pixelated something, or it's not at all. It's completely clear, totally fine. <laughs> and all you're seeing is me walking through the basement. It, is yeah, it just kind of depends what media format it's playing through. I do know, like, Windows Media Player will do that to it's videos. Mac. Okay. So, yeah, it just kind of depends on kind of what you're viewing. That, that That's just one way that sometimes it does do similar effects to that. But Did it drain all your batteries, too? Like, it, it, it always, like, our batteries always get drained, like, my one video, you can't even see. It's just totally corrupt. You can't even pull it up. The one from the basement on my computer that I had my computer running and uh, filming. And it's just, I went down to get it, and it's completely destroyed. I can't even open it. Wow. Yeah, good point, Sophia. Yeah. Because we've seen TV cameras, the big cameras, supposed to last for a couple hours, drain in a matter of minutes at different locations. Um, Without recharge batteries. ZZM. ZZM at uh, Nick Fink's. They had their cameras. That printing shop in Kalamazoo that I was telling you about, they had the TV cameras there. Same thing, drained in a matter of minutes. And I think Brandon's had different. um, He he does all the filming. And all of a sudden the battery will be down. And all of a sudden it will pop back on and be fully charged again. So it's like. Yeah, how did that happen? Like, how does it go from being fully charged to not having any power to being back fully charged again like <laughs> it don't make any sense no. and we had Casey we had the our footage was corrupt too and because we were filming it because everybody was mm-hmm. seeing these white faces and he had it in the camera and when we went to play it back it was gone, gone. I just I know <laughs> and you was like mentioned ah. Dan Dan Danny yeah he's Danny the one who went to Garden Island with us oh he was one of the paranormals yeah and Nicole the Shea. I, don't know if you I know Danny that. does some uh, similar stuff. I think that Kim does yeah. some charity work. I, he's in wears so many hats. I can't keep track of everything that he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. He he runs the Kalamazoo Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. and then the Great Lakes Ghostbuster Coalition, which is made up of numerous different franchises within the Ghostbuster family. And then he also does the SMP 
the Southern Paranormal, Southern Michigan Paranormal group. I've right. I've done um, paranormal investigating with him before. Yeah, so been yeah. to a few places. I'm familiar with him. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a nice guy. Yeah, yep. okay. totally. Mm-hmm. Great radio voice. I was yes. gonna say he's he's done the radio stations. He's you know done the uh, hunts and the radio stations there. So he says that he got he's would get a lot of activity out of radio stations. Mm, okay. We went to a radio station <laughs> right here in Grand Rapids, Town Square Media. Ah. And that's when Brandon saw his full form apparition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know like you've told of, the story before. Well, that's the one, like, too, they were getting in one of the radio stations. They were getting EVPs, and, you know, you're in a soundproof room. You shouldn't be getting, I think it was just the one female DJ, and they were getting a male voice recorded <laughs> on there. And, like, the one I was sitting in, like, the, that station, like, the doors closed. They have, like, the little windows, you know, you can look out down the hallway. I was looking down the hallway, seeing a guy come walk down the hallway, turn. Go on, like, okay, 3 a.m. Like, in the morning. Yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. would there be anybody else up here? Because there was a couple of DJs and like our team members. I'm like, would anybody else be up here besides us? Like, no, nobody else would be in here. So I described what he looked like, and they're like, oh, yeah, he used to, we know who that is. Like, he used to work here. He died of a heart attack. Like, the way you described him, like, where he turned into would have been his office. So that would have been, like, and his job was to come in in the middle of the night and put the radio stations back up when they'd go down in the middle of the night, so. Yeah, he was still yeah. doing his job. Yeah. yeah. Poor guy. After yeah. all those years, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like rest. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if he took vacations or not. Yeah. They just had a, the news just did a story on lighthouses, and they said that there's lighthouses where the keepers that were in charge of the lighthouses are doing that. Like they see a Still woman. doing their job. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was from the 1800s and everything too. Yeah, yeah. Brandon and I that went awesome. uh, book signing for the gal that does the lighthouse. Yeah. And, and we're hoping to have her on um, Diana. Some point. Yeah. Yeah, we're hoping. Yeah, she's she's busy. She's out oh, lecturing yeah. too. And she can talk for two hours, two and a half hours, never take a breath. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. She knows her stuff. And, you know, there's... There's something to be said for that. I think that's residual energy when uh, when it's that, when they're still doing their job after all these years and not necessarily a spirit connected to it. I kind of call it a a historic haunting. And you see that at battlefields in Gettysburg, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. It can be extreme emotions can leave an imprint in certain building materials, limestone, slate, marble, all that stuff, brick. It can it absorbs that energy and then it plays it back just like a, a video a tape recorder playing it back and then certain people at the right time right place can observe that so you may be are you do you think maybe your sensitivity runs in your family um my the rest of my family not really but me yeah yeah so yeah there might be something to that and sometimes I think a near-death experience for some people. I feel that. Oh, there you go. It seems to turn on a switch. You got closer to that veil than any of us have been. You know, you've seen the other side a little bit. You've had a glimpse into it, and now you can see that better. Why they can see our side, um, I'm not sure. Why do why do ghosts haunt? There's different reasons. I th- you brought up some of it on some unfinished business. A ghost will stick around if vengeance is. And that might not be a good thing. That might be the type that you ran into. You know, they want some vengeance for how they were treated in these hospitals or whatever. You know, so there's some scary stuff out there. 
there's a lot of precautions to uh, to think about and to consider. There's so many teams out there. You know, Brandon, are you guys busier than as always? Yeah, we obviously average like three cases a month, basically. Right, but there's other teams out there. I mean, you can get with Brandon. If you guys are out there, you're experiencing some of the same stuff. Uh, don't try to do it alone. I mean, and then if, if you do have to face it, do like these ladies have done. Take charge of the situation. You know, let that spirit know, you know, this is your place and stop scaring me. And I don't want any part of this. And use prayer, you know, and, and your faith. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's the only thing that got me through. I mean, I got to the point where I couldn't sleep. I would not sleep. Every time I'd fall asleep, like something would move or like like the headphones are sitting here right now it's like turn my back they'd be gone i'm like all right put them oh, back yeah no. <laughs> i said i won't look and then they'd be there yeah, again and they'd the, just like would play with you and that's what i was thinking it was the little boy right you know it's almost so, childish childish yes yeah, yeah. but the, yeah. the voice was like a, a man's it was more sound like a demon actually voice it was, oh. it was really mm-hmm. creepy did you, you know? when they said yeah. your name you mean yeah. Oh. Did you ever have anybody come in and investigate? Or was it just too too long ago that that really wasn't a thing? It was too long ago, yes. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. <laughs> right. Whoever so heard it was of like it. 40, there was no literature. Four years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, that just wasn't, a, I mean, you didn't have people like Brandon that you could just call and say, hey, come help us out here. This is what we have going on. But Right, right. now I would. Because, yeah. I mean, to- I mean, back in the day, people would have thought you were crazy. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, There's um, so many of them out there now, though. Grasp, if you're out by the lake or Lakeshore Paranormal. Um, There's so many of them out there that that can help in this situation. And why face it alone? You know, I mean, it's it's a spooky thing. It It is. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I've been, you know, like just talking about it, I get goosebumps. But when when it's like right there in front of me, like if I feel threatened, then I I get angry. And they made it personal with you. Oh, yeah. And And they said your name a couple times. Well, they, they go to the youngest one, I found out, because they're the weakest, they think. But I was, or the most innocent. They haven't, they haven't been programmed not to see that kind of thing. So they're still open yeah, more to that. Open to mm-hmm. it, yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, different reasons, but they're susceptible for some reason. The younger ones are sometimes even weak in a weakened state. You know, some things will try to take advantage of that. Right, and I've also have smelled. Like I don't. Has anybody have you ever smelled anything? Like I guess I smelled death. That's yeah. weird. It's like scent is one of my better yeah. senses. Yeah. Did you smell anything? When I you did. Had? I didn't smell anything, but I've heard sulfur is one thing that is mm. smelled. Right. But I don't know. I've never smelled anything. Right. No. I. I more or less like it. Just there are times that even in like my old radio station where I just stop, and I know something's there. You look, nothing's there, but you know someone's there, and it's like, what's up? Keep walking. <laughs> you just kind of hate. And I acknowledge you're there. Just don't, don't right. mess with me. Right. I have Has that. anybody ever um, said that you have an emotional connection, like an empath? Because you seem to be very emotional, you know, with your experiences. Like it gives you an emotion. Like just Even be, talking about it. Right. Just, you know, like, like when you said you were driving by this place, mm-hmm. you felt an emotional attachment, but you weren't even in the building. No. And that was after, that was after I'd been in there. 
Um, but, you know, like, it would come and go. Like, there were times where I could drive right by and be, like, totally fine. It didn't feel like someone was watching me. Is that what's called, like, a, like based on your experience, Wayne and Brandon, is that more of, like, an empath then? What she would be, like, that emotional connection to a place that yeah, has, yeah, yeah, has yeah. a possible spirit or a paranormal presence in there? She can pick up on that. Yeah, that's kind of what an empath is. Like, a lot of times you're picking up the emotions, you're picking up, like, you can feel, like, the anger, like you were talking about, or you can feel the sadness in a room, or sometimes you can pick up, like, if they had, like, a physical ailment, you can pick that up. Like, you can feel it physically. Mm-hmm. Like, I had, like, at Elgin County Jail, I had the feeling of having a heart attack there when I was there, even though that's... And one of our other team members ended up picking up, too, that's more of an empath. So it's, it's kind of stuff like that, yeah. Hmm. And the more experience you have, the more experiences... It's like the better you are at. Yeah, you, you fine tune it. It's yeah, like you're aware. Yeah, and you know what that that feeling is. Yeah, when you it comes yeah up. you've seen that before. You felt like that before. Now mm-hmm. you recognize it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's starting to hone in almost. But yeah, there are there are times where I can walk in. My my co-host hates me for it because he doesn't want to know. Right. But I walk in. I'm like, hey, uh, this something something feels off. Something's Something's off. Don't know what, but something feels. We're not alone. And in in the radio station. In the radio. Oh yeah, he hate. I just keep my mouth shut at this point in time because he's gotten so mad at oh, me before. Yeah. I've actually um, walked down our sales hall before because I swear, swore somebody walked from one side to the other, and I walked down and I look, look, nothing. Walked back and said, someone walked down there. He said, you shut up and you leave this building now. You take whatever you brought in here and you take it with you. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, um, yeah. One thing about the radio stations is they have all that power, all that electrical. That's a lot to feed off of. That's exactly yeah. right. I hear it's like a beacon, almost. Yeah. So. And they use that power, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Brandon and his team has devices that generate that power. They go to places that don't have a lot of that the EMF activity, so to help these spirits manifest. But when you're at a radio station and it's like a big battery, yeah, <laughs> it's like these things are just can't wait. You know, I, I'm going to use that and mm-hmm. manifest in different ways, right? How about Eugene, have you ever seen anything here? <laughs> no, I, this I don't know. Maybe the building's just too new, but no, there's never been anything here. Right, building. I've ever seen building or property we may have to smudge this room before we're done <laughs> i don't know what you guys brought in right. i know i'm all creeped out right <laughs> exactly you know scents. i want to cover that more because death does have a scent mm-hmm. and it can have these nasty scents like sulfur like you mentioned or rotting flesh but death mm. a, yep. a good spirit carries a scent like strawberries or cherries. And certain sensitive people can actually taste that scent. Yeah, I've seen a little 10-year-old girl tell me, you know, when the things are present, because she could, she could smell them, mm-hmm. see them and smell them, actually. There's one thing, too, that um, I've been doing this since I was a little girl, too. It's like when I smell roses, like all of a sudden, like sitting here right now, if I smelled flowers, I'm like, oh, my gosh, somebody's going to die that's close to me, somebody that, you know. And then when it's really heavy smell, then it's like somebody that's really close to me. But if it's faint, it's somebody I know. It's goosebumps again. Yeah. Don't <laughs> so, tell me you smell roses right now. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to smell like yeah. And scent is one of your oldest um, things that you remember 
it's one of the earliest things that you remember in your life is a scent. So yeah, there's a lot of power to be to be said for that. And that's one of the things that I have my best scent. My best sense is my scent. Go to places, yeah, I can smell. Wow. Yeah. I've never heard anybody else say that. So. Yeah, that's why I was Ooh, interested when you said that. Yeah, we've, oh, yeah. had, sure. we've had on an investigation before where we've had all of a sudden just, just smells like a bouquet of flowers right. in there for no reason. And like that's in a room where there'd be no reason for that smell to be there because it's an old, you know, right? like nasty room or whatever. And like, and we've, I've had other investigations too where like all of a sudden you just smell like somebody just blew like cigar smoke in your face, you know, like, <laughs> so. Well, at the museum at the you talked about the old uh Kent County or uh, Allegan County Jail Museum, mm-hmm. we got a really bad scent in that one room. That was, uh, I mean, it was terrible scent. Yeah. It was sickening scent, and yeah, some of the experiences there. Uh, if you want to, if you want to go somewhere and experience some stuff, go there. You can go through for free. You can walk through for free, but we paid to stay there. You know, three four hours, the whole team, mm-hmm. and it was well worth the experience. Yeah. Yeah, because on the tour, you don't get to go down to the bottom cells, the basement cells. Those are kind of the, I'd say that was the most active area when I was there. So, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, Brandon had some personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think more so than any of us that night. You, yeah. were, you were, and then I don't know what got into me. I'm normally real serious about this. You know, I go in and I'm not joking around or nothing. But, you know, they said, well, don't be closing those cell doors. You know, Brandon gets in the cell, and what am I doing? I'm trying to close this door on him. He's already feeling, like, oppressed. Well, at that point in time, I was feeling like being grabbed at. And at yeah. the time, I didn't know. Like, I said, like, lovers laying over the top of the cell. And I was feeling like being grabbed at the time. He's like, oh, I got to shut you in here or whatever. I'm like, no, you're not shutting me in here. Yeah, there's some bad mojo <laughs> no. in yeah. there. Yeah, that's the, the, the infirmary. This is the jail, jail cells. Yeah. The men's jail cells was yeah. right here, straight, plain as day, as if mm-hmm. someone were to grab you, just like that. Yeah. And how, how, how is it that they let you in there? And then, if- well, they well um, because with the radio station, it was around you know it was October time. So I was like, yes, I would absolutely love to go check this place out. I, I hear it's legendary, and um, so the 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 tour guide took us on a private tour and let us stay there for a little while and and pick up you know uh, audio or whatever we wanted and. It was 45 minutes. That was it. Like, that was it. That's all we could take. Just because of the pressures and the different... I've never seen... um, The woman that was with me, she was the one who was like, no, this this is not whatever. I'm going to go in here and we'll be fine. And she left before I did. She was gone. You weren't the only one creeped out. I was not the only one creeped out. As a matter of fact, I was crying by the end of it. Oh, no. So, generally, when I went... You know, just that, that one, it... Like I said, it was just just sad and dark. Hmm. Yeah, foreboding. Hmm. Foreboding. Yes. Just a just a bad sense to it as soon it, as you walk yeah. in. It's just yeah, paralyzing almost. I do see. I don't consider myself sensitive at all, even no, though I've been doing this either. for several years. But I have walked into areas where I felt sick, and then now my camera won't take pictures right. all of a sudden. And then when I got outside, now my camera takes all and kinds of pictures. And you can breathe. Right, right. It's, it was, I've never, I never thought about that before until, you know, when I, that, that this, the shoulder thing. And now it's like whenever I feel a, anything, I just pay attention. 
Right. Yeah, pay attention to those feelings, and especially a sick feeling. Mm-hmm. I think that's a real good indication that maybe it's not just by you. It might be in you. And that it you, may be a good idea, uh, Casey, for you to start wearing some of these protection. Yes. Um, you know, like a cross, something that means something to you, or... I don't know. What else could she do? St. Michael. I have a crystal. There you go. I keep my crystal actually with me in my backpack all the time. There you go. It stays with me. So, and um, when I'm, it's weird because sometimes I'll leave, uh, you know, that sucker at home or something like that. And, you know, those are, I'm not necessarily sick, but almost paralyzing feelings. I don't go into any place without that now at this point in time Hmm. because of that. Yeah. Good idea. And that's what, when, like I said, thankfully for my friend Penny, who understands the, who understands this more than I do, was like, this is, here, take this. She gave me hers, actually. So, For me, it's Ephesians. It's because you're, you might be dealing with a force that is so evil, is so negative, that you're going to have to call on a higher power. I mean, you're just not going to do it with crystals and crosses. Right. So there's a lot of dangers out there for the amateurs. I mm-hmm. uh, I can't say that enough times. Um, other any other experiences you guys want to want to bring up that uh, some of the personal uh, stuff you might have ran into that parallels what the girls have been through. Not really. Um, did. I think I've already asked you if you had a professional in there, but just, you know, back in the day, you could just take your your little recorder. Have you ever tried recording voices? Like you said, you heard Sophia, like that. Did you ever, just out of curiosity, try and capture anything with a camera or a video recording equipment? Did you ever just, out of curiosity, try it? Tape recorder? When, yeah. And I was young because, I, I mean, tape recorders and were I'm talking, all over the place, but we never, never yeah, heard anything. And it never was, most of the time it would just turn off. Oh. So, and then, like, the tapes, like, if we wanted to play them back, they would, you know, the ones that would They would up. unravel? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have a lot Jeez. of internal noises in those type of recordings. Yeah, but that's maybe all that was available at that time. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. that's but all there we was. to Garden Island with Dan... I mean, you can talk to Dan about this, too. Um, like, when I got back, I literally um, parked my car outside the garage. I got all my stuff out, put it all over the front lawn, because it was um, holiday weekend. And I went inside the house and I, I in the garage, took everything off, and then ran and took a shower. I wouldn't bring anything from Garden Island oh. in the house with me. And then it was like I was outside and I was hosing everything down and doing everything and everybody's gone. There was a couple little kids across the street and I heard a woman go say my name and I go, yeah, but something from Garden Island followed me back. But it was a woman and I I told her to go back to her island. And when I talked to Dan, he said, tell her to leave because um, the cameraman, Chris Penny's, whose documentary it was, he called me up and he was freaking out. He goes, I can't sleep. I'm being touched. I said, because mine kept doing, it felt like a figure eight. And if I would sit up like this or anything, the only way it would stop writing on me is if I leaned back. Oh, freaky. Mm-hmm. And it happened. And you could hear, I left all the lights on that night. You could hear something running up and down the hallway, running up and down the hallway. My cat keeps going like this, like looking like what is going on. It was really weird. And you could see shadows on my wall. And this was 2012, I believe. Oh, yeah. 
So, and then also I went to the Grand Rapids Public Museum, the old one, and we filmed there um, for Art Prize. Oh gosh, I think it was 2012 also, or 13, somewhere in there. And yeah, that was cool. And everybody kept saying they felt things, they thought they seen things, and it was just, we kept getting eerie feelings here and there, but that has a lot of history and all the old everything. I mean, they had picture frames with people's hair in it. That was their pictures back in the day. Wow. I mean, it was it was just really, yeah. They say that the Ford Museum's haunted. Really? I don't know if you've heard that, right? Mm-hmm. And then wow. the old soldier's home uh, downtown, they say the Civil War uh, veterans march at night. Oh, wow. There again, that would be residual. I can't tell just by the discussion so far what sort of spirits you two may have ran into. I was hoping that you told me uh, Casey, when you said you had recording equipment going, that you mm-hmm. actually picked something up, but you it was only like 45 minutes. Well, oh, I have a couple of different things. Um, my the the woman that was with me caught sound, caught a voice, um, and I can't for the life of me find where that went. It's probably right. at my old radio station, but I was hoping to catch something too. But I got a lot of corrupt audio. <laughs> oh, do you do remotes? Your radio station, do they go and do remote locations? Uh, yeah, in Fort Wayne we do now, yeah, because I've moved up to Fort Wayne since. Um, but nothing that has, like, what you would see back in the day where it was a, an actual satellite that would pop out of a truck. Um, we just use our phones now. Right. And then around Halloween, do you... Yeah, well, not, <laughs> you know, I don't ever do anything by myself, period. But um, I try to... I know Halloween is is a, a, a delicate time. Right. So. <laughs> there's something to be said for that. Mm-hmm. There's some general statements that can be said about ghosts. And even Todd, at the last uh, Clements, the last uh, podcast we did, talked about it. These northern areas that we live in, you know, we have the cold fall in the winter, and then that's when most of your apparitions are seen that's when most of your activity happens and he tries to explain things scientifically as to why because it's a drier air he's what he told us mm-hmm. in the last podcast and another thing he ma- he said was he made a uh, a statement that a disclaimer that it's for entertainment purposes only and that's something i used to put in reports to people don't go out and sell your house because you think you have ghosts. You know, there's other avenues to take, you know. Uh, don't jump off the bridge, whatever. Don't do anything drastic just because you've had a paranormal experience. Well, there could be logical explanations, and that's what Brandon's great at, debunking. He's debunked things that took us a second time there to debunk. We thought we had a door closing, it closed by itself, Brandon walked through, another member. They never touched the door as they walked through. Just closed, nice and slowly. Brandon, right away, he puts the the door back, stomping on the floor. Could not debunk it, but came back. It was just that right spot on the floor. They got to hit it just to put the board down. It releases the floor down, then it releases the door out. But it's like you got to be in just that right spot, otherwise it doesn't do it. Yeah, the film we had was impressive, and I would have thought that was, I was sold. that Because that, we have seen um, other people that have had films 
when doors closing when they were running and afraid after it closed behind them and stuff and there's they could not debunk we're getting close uh that that quick and it's been fun because this is a whole different um view that we're getting it's another piece of the puzzle that brandon yeah. likes to say yeah <laughs> different side of it because we've had the side that brandon represents and that Kim represents the professional side, the other side. You guys are the other side of the equation. <laughs> so this has been a lot of fun it's for been us. Fun. It has been. And some of my favorite topic, because that and food are my two favorite things to talk about, <laughs> ghost and food. Yeah, that's some of his favorite EV, or favorite questions during EVPs is, What's your favorite food out of out of out of his favorite one is what is your favorite cuss word? Yeah, <laughs> I go I go for I stuff that. that like you've said you know you heard, did you say it? There's you ask for how many some what do you yeah, yeah how yeah. many and then they give you that number. I mean that tells me that's confirmation right there. Yeah. Right, right, mm-hmm. and that's an intelligent. There you go. That's an intelligent spirit. Yep, that is an intelligent yeah. haunting. I know. I know. <laughs> Yeah, so now I, I said yeah. I couldn't really classify them, but that is in a, a sign of an intelligent spirit. There was something connected to that. It wasn't just residual energy. It wasn't just a historic thing that happens on a loop over and over. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, I guess we need to wrap it up. You know, my thing is I'm smudging nowadays and not hunting ghosts, so my number's up there. Um, I always like to thank WKTV and Gene for the great job that they do, but... Two three eight eight one three two. If you got something in your house, in your dwelling, in your workplace, you want it out. You want it out now. Call me. And if you're looking to uh, investigate it, Brandon, Brandon, and Brandon's team. If you want to do a charity, Kim, Yay. she's doing the best work of all here. Yeah. We're just having fun. She's out there entertaining kids in the hospitals. I am. Hitting the ground running, let me tell you. I've been so busy lately doing the Ghostbuster thing, and things are not slowing down anytime soon. And if it's okay, I'll just go into my final thought here a minute. Yeah. And uh, since I've got the microphone. Um, so we've got uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation coming up. They are doing a 5K run, and uh, it's, in, it's at Hamilton High School. Uh, I believe it's October 8th, if I have the correct date, which is next it's a Wednesday. Can so, they check it out on your Facebook? Yes, absolutely. I have all of the information on my Facebook page. Just go to search uh, Tulip City Ghostbusters. Go to my events section. Um, you can sign. I believe there's still time to sign up to be a participant in the 5K race for that to support Make-A-Wish Foundation to help kids out with their final wishes. So we'll be a part of that. You said October. Yes. August. Oh, I did. I, August. 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 Sorry. August. I was going to say. August. Sorry. <laughs> Seven. Isn't it August 7th? We're talking about Halloween. Oh, yeah. I got, I right. Oh, yeah. October. I think it's August 7th. It could be. Yes. August. Because you're going to be on the podcast yes. the 8th. It's the 7th. It is. It's yep. the 7th. So it's the 7th. No, so Sorry, folks. Cleared up. It took a team effort, but we it got did. it. You know, it's just been so nice. busy lately. Right. And then um, I want to get... Uh, Casey and Sophia's final thoughts in. Um, it, you, let me think here. It's um, it's, you're not crazy about that. Yeah. It, you're not. It it happens, and it's okay to talk about it. <laughs> it is yeah. okay to talk it's about. Okay. And I mean, I don't say my experience to a lot of people. Like my boyfriend, for instance, he 
just he's never Not had anything happen. Right. So he just doesn't believe it. But he has seen. Well, he was with me at the antique store, and I was like, "We need to go now." And it was like, "What?" You know, because he's on antiques and he's having a good old time. And I'm like, but I just felt, you know, felt the presence and being touched. I was like, "We have to go." So <laughs> many of the interviews. I want nothing to go oh, home yeah. with me. <laughs> so. so many of the places that we've gone to do an investigation. It's the wife is the one experiencing it. And the husband hasn't seen anything or heard anything. So he's just lounging on the couch. Doesn't even want to be involved in it. Now, Brandon, final thought on anything coming up? Yeah, I just want to say, you know, check out the Brandon Jose uh, YouTube uh, Paranormal YouTube page. Uh, Kent County Paranormal, you can also find on YouTube and Facebook. And if you need to get a hold of us, it's Paranormal at hotmail.com. You can email me um, if you need a an investigation or smudging or whatever yeah my final thought is right along with Casey and Sophia and that is if you're experiencing these things don't just keep it to yourself I mean it's like reporting a UFO I know um, people <laughs> might think you're crazy but once uh, they hear ghost voices uh, recorded that it, Brandon can offer and his happens. team is great at that they're great at finding voices and playing it for them or are different. They have people that are sensitive and can share things. Um, and you may be sensitive, like you say. Sophia may be sensitive. It, 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 yeah, it may come out. It doesn't, that, doesn't scare me anymore. No. It's that's, like, that's a, that's like you said, you have it. to take control. Yeah. And it's like, if anything, I get more angry. Like if it is angry, then I get angry. It's so. not Hollywood. Yeah, it's not Hollywood. Yeah. It's yeah, different. It's not pretty. Probably more empath too, because if you're, yeah. if you're, if it can affect your emotions like that, usually you're an empath to that energy. So it's like, like that's what you kind of can pick up on. So. Yeah, but it's nothing like Hollywood. Like you say, it's not poltergeist. You're not going to lose any of your kids into the closet. Right. No. <laughs> no. But. Um, you might, still lose a, you might lose a penguin for two years. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, don't even go into that. That's a whole that's, other podcast. That's, yeah. that's, last, that's the last podcast that we're making reference to. But yeah. Brandon's also been on cases where several beanies, hats, have, like, disappeared and never turned up to this point that we know of. So, yeah, so that's my final thought. I'm right along with you. If you got mm -hmm. something... Um, don't just sit on it. Find help. There's a lot of places out there that can do that. Now Brandon can do that. And then uh, we got upcoming podcast this week. We've got the UFO expert William Konkoleski coming in, and then followed by the next, the August eighth would be Steve Wilson, psychic medium, actually coming here from Australia. Oh, so cool. uh, hopefully wow. he's going to find time. He's already, you know, he's, we've changed the date for him. But and then August fifteenth, Brandon's um, brought these people to our attention. That's Afterlife Road Paranormal. They were scheduled before. They're doing great things in the the filming. You might want to check this out. Yeah, they're Casey. MS. They're MSU's uh, Paranormal Society, Michigan State. So they've nice. really cool videos on on YouTube. Really cool. I'm um, professional stuff, Blair Witch uh, type stuff. So well, more professional nice. than Blair Witch. <laughs> yeah. Well, Blair Witch made a bunch of money, and these yeah. guys might be. <laughs> these guys are on their way too. You know, well, I can run around in the woods and just shake a camera everywhere like <laughs> <Right>. this too. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they've been to some interesting places also. Uh, Bath, Michigan, you know, where the all the children died in the tragic event there. Um, and but they're they're done with respect, and that's something that we talked about a little bit. You know, respect the dead. Um, yes. Go into it like you're going to a funeral with that same solemn, mm-hmm. you know, feeling, uh, and you'll be fine. But thanks, <laughs> thanks so much. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Peace out. <laughs>